Yes, morning all. It is Friday, February 23, the big sports breakfast on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. Good morning wherever and however you are listening. Loz is just about Vegas bound. We'll be reporting live from the Strip next week. Forrest, as he does. No, you won't be doing I know you mentioned manpower uh, the other day. You won't be doing the I Strip. I wouldn't mind. Morning, morning, morning boys. I, I wouldn't mind doing it live from the Strip. I, I don't know what type of character I'd be able to talk to. But I'm sure there'd be a lot floating around. Make it live radio interesting. Yeah, it, it would. Definitely would. Uh, but looking forward to it, Mido. It should be great. 15,000 Aussies are going over there. Mm. I hope they've got their wits about them. <laughs> Why? What are you worried about? Well, I'm just worried about people getting into trouble. In particular, the ones that may not have experienced Vegas before. They might get excited. They might get that first night fever, which we've all done at times. And I just hope they're okay. That's all. It's like the first night of a two-day bucks, and all the activities are on the second day, but you always go too hard too <laughs> you early. You always go hard early. That's the issue. And then the, the issue. second day, you're like, well, I just want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> the first night fever. That's what you've got to be careful about. So you've got to ease your way into it. Morning, Michael. Morning, gentlemen. How's your neck? Uh, still a bit stiff. I've got a bit of a bulging disc, oh. so... Yeah. Any advice? Any advice? I'll go for an injection today. Cortisone. Any advice for the people that are travelling over to Vegas? Oh, go hard! In particular, the ones that have never been there. Go hard. Vegas is everything you think it is, but you could. There's different sections of Vegas as well. You Mm. could go with a bunch of mates and rock it every single night, and it can turn out being. Hangover number five, yep. uh, or you could go with your partner, and there's lots of um, lots of entertainment, lots of things to see, and some of the restaurants are as good as anywhere in the world. Mm. Um, so I, I think there's depends what your crew is and what you what you're looking yeah. to do. But I, I, Vegas is not. I think there's a perception that Vegas is like um, the Gold Coast for schoolies. It's nothing like that. No. Nothing like I've that I've been all. a couple of times, and I've been with mates. I've been with family. I've been with Michelle. Yeah. And it's been fantastic it's every time awesome. I've been there. Yeah. Good oh, for no. And yeah. now you've got some footy to watch. I'll tell you what, well. though. The other one, I, I don't know whether you spend any longer than a week there, though. Oh, no way. No, it's a, it's a four or five day Oh, you didn't up yeah. down a deep, and, dark and rabbit that's, hole. That's even if you're doing week. events, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but I have booked in one lunch already, boys. Ah. Alcohol free or? Oh, some text messages come around yesterday. Oh, see, there was a group of people. Like, are you having a drink uh, before you get on the plane? Like nah, when you, I don't know. I don't have so. a glass of champagne. No. What about when you get on? I might have a couple of glasses of wine, but I, I don't know. I'm try- Honestly, I will try and stay off until my first lunch over there. My first lunch is on the... Well, the other day you were flirting Monday. with just not having a drink at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, no, that was a silly comment. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was a ridiculous comment. I'll retract that. Hmm. All right, I'll retract that. It was a silly thing to say. I got caught up in the emotion. What emotion? The excitement. I don't want you to the get excitement home. I don't of, want you of to being get to home Vegas and trying to stick solid yeah. and, and trying to be true to myself. Yeah. That's don't all come, I was trying to convince myself. Don't come back regretting, I should have done this or I should have went there or right. I should have stayed longer. Just... You've got a week. No. And really, you haven't even got a week. Your first two days, mm. you're on your own. Yep. So you've got, about, you've got four days with crew. And, and you know what it's called? The G'day USA party. <laughs> Love it. 
Oh, it's a, an official party. No, it's not an official. This is They've just, just what my made mate. It. That's what my oh, mate. That's what the WhatsApp up. groups made it. <laughs> so we're going. This would be right down your alley. Where are you Pump? headed? Beer Park, <laughs> Las Vegas, Beer the Paris Park. Hotel. That sounds right. And I googled it last night. Good. It's like a beer garden. Perfect. With a lot of beers. The food looks beautiful. Like American food, yeah. you know, brisket and hamburgers. Oh. and it's, oh, yeah. Okay, it is. I'm just looking it up yeah. here. It's actually called Beer Park. Beer Park, they, yeah. They, they put a lot of thought into that yeah. name, didn't they? Mate, don't care. Love it. Looks a good venue. So it's, Mate, there's not too many it, places you go there in Vegas that are not, are not like food. That's what I'm saying. The food's brilliant. Yeah. I think uh, for people that haven't been, it's well, had this, It's better than you expect. Uh, it looks there like an yeah. outdoor like, sports yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laws. Yeah, you've done good. So, the, And you look at the brisket on there. Oh, looks enormous. <laughs> Are they there? Well, <laughs> does that come with the steak? <laughs> does that come with sauce? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just on their yeah, website. What website are you looking at? They've got, they got some nice pictures on the, web, uh, on the website. Uh, Beerpark.com. Couple okay. of podcasts and one of yeah, those. Yeah, so that's where we'll be going. That's my first sort of. Gosh, we've got oh, to make this. Good. Can we make this a tab then? Starting strong. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this looks good, Loss. Yeah, what day bird. are you there? Wednesday. Sunday. Oh, oh, as soon as he gets there. <laughs> oh, jeez. Straight into it. Yeah, I like oh, it. That's I would have been bored oh, What are you going to say? Oh, no, no. no. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, what a boring person I would be. Yeah, I agree. Arriving that's... to Vegas. Yes. And, and I've been asked to go with a couple of mates for a feed and a, a beer. Oh. And I went, no. Yeah, and that's... just... Just walked around Vegas and sat in my hotel room all morning. Oh, it's across yeah, the road. That's what I was saying yesterday. Yeah, you're right. You don't want to yeah. get I needed home. To give, I needed to give myself I know an uppercut. Tr- and I know what you're trying to do in regards to not drinking, I, I, I yeah. love that as well. Mm. I reckon everyone goes through a stage yeah. where you go, you know what? I've I just need some time off it yeah. for my body as well. Um, it, how, did your blood test go right yesterday? Yeah, well, I'll get the results back. That'll be interesting as well. Yeah. To do, because you had a blood to... test about six weeks, eight yeah. weeks ago when you were drinking. Yeah. Just to see, see you've definitely comparison. lost weight though as well. Yeah, well, I've got a new trick, boys. I, I was going to share it later, but I, I will share it with you now. I don't know whether you've noticed or not, but I've been ducking off at breaks. Yeah, I, have you noticed me ducking <laughs> yeah, off? At yeah, breaks? yeah, yeah. What are you yeah. running for a spew? No, <laughs> I'm doing twenty push-ups in the break. Like it. Where are you doing them? Around the corner in the little office there. Every okay. single break. So every single break. So I do twenty before we start the show. It's good. So there's nine breaks. What are you trying to get the oh, chest out? The chest. You've, def- no, no, you've no. definitely lost weight. No, I'm for just, sure. I'm just. I'm thinking, mate. If we if we do eight breaks, there's what, 160 push-ups. Hey. I've done before nine o'clock. So that's my little sort of <sighs> venture at the moment. Why not? And I'm encouraging you, and I'm asking you if you want to be a part of. That I don't want challenge. to be. I don't want to be a part of that. But thank Why you. Not? For, I, I just I don't know because my training comes at nine o one. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but you get a bit of extra training. I don't want extra. Why? I tra- mate, I train hard enough. Build your pecs. I don't up. need my pecs built any bigger. I'd like to, mm. and I'm going to keep drinking. I'm not at that stage yet where I need yeah, a but break. You, mate, you, yeah, have got no fat on you whatsoever. Well, that's not not completely true. Mido, Mido can't stop no, looking at this. Beer park no, like? beer park's directly opposite the Bellagio. It's oh, like, yeah, it's, it's right in the heart. Yeah. yeah. Like you're obviously at the water fountain. Yeah. You're, the just walking, there. you're staying oh. in Vegas, right? Yes. So you're just right walking everywhere. Yeah, oh, yeah, mate, yeah. I'll, oh, I'll be walking. I won't mate. be taxiing. Oh, you're going to have a ball. Oh, Loz, this joy's awesome. 
So that's is my the whole place outside? Oh no, inside. There's a bit inside as can well. Inside, bet, outside. Yeah. I hope you can bet in there. You probably no. Oh, you you would go, be, wouldn't you? No, you'd have to go into one of the casinos. Ah, right. Sports books are all in the casinos. Ah, you can't bet as far as I know. Anyway. Yeah, right. But no, it, it looks an awesome joint because I looked oh. up last night. Uh, there's a group of about view. nine that of is us. Unbelievable. We were lucky to get the table, actually. Oh, well, I reckon you'll be Alan yeah, by the yeah. end of the day. You'll be, you'll be Alan by the end of Sunday. Hang over five, What about how many brothers for life? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, I've always loved you. Oh. <laughs> you're my closest, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll be going into business together. Oh, mate. Imagine the bullshit we'll be talking about. <laughs> an hour, I'll give you uh, one hour. One hour before three, I love you, or yeah, one hour yeah, before we're in business. Be or one hour, oh. Three hours, you be uh, an hour, you be hugging. So that's Monday. So you'll be on air Tuesday. Yep. Okay. Good. We yep. look forward to a full report uh, with Vegas on the horizon. It's a feature of the back pages of the Daily Telegraph and the Courier Mail. <clears throat> excuse me, in Brisbane today. Uh, so the Telegraph squeeze test, a picture of turbo, turbo there, skinny Las Vegas track, not built for a big turbo engine. And on the back page of the Courier Mail, it's a picture of Reese Walsh living on the edges. Vegas field of dreams could be nightmare for star fullbacks. And uh, we've spoken a bit about the field, Loz, and, and uh, this article sort of uh, building on what you've been saying. And, you know, it's obviously going to be a big test offensively for mm. the teams in knowing they don't have that space to work with. Uh, and, you know, the fullbacks aren't going to have the space. The wingers aren't going to have the space they generally do. No, that's exactly right, uh, which might be a good thing for if there's Americans, a lot of Americans watching it on the television because, yes, while we want to see plenty of tries and open play, you'll see a lot more collision. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'll see a lot more of those forward contacts uh, carrying the ball. You'll be able to line someone up a lot easier. Um, so the guys that with good technique, they'll be able to get in under people uh, and put them under pressure. But, yeah, I think it's exciting, you know, the fact that we're going over there, we're trying something different. It will make a massive difference, though, five metres narrower. Um, you won't have that space on, on the outside. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how teams adapt and what style of footy they do come up with because we haven't seen it. So um, I'm just assuming that we'll be playing more down the middle, and I think kicking game will be so important as well, um, because the kickers are used to kicking inch perfect, and, you know, they've got five metres less to aim for with the width of the field, but also the in goals will be shorter. Um, so kicking games, fullbacks will be under pressure, wingers will be under pressure. Um, but I think overall, I think it'll just be a wonderful spectacle because I think all four teams will treat it very seriously, mm-hmm. they're going over there representing the code, and I think they'll put on a good show. Back page of the City Morning Herald, Seraldo names Crichton, captain before he's played for new club, is the headline. So, big news at the Dogs yesterday that Stephen Crichton has been named the club's new captain. So, Cameron Seraldo's effectively dumped Reed Marty and Matt Burton, uh, the 23-year-old. Yes, he's only 23, Crichton. Uh, you forget that sometimes. Feels like he's been around for ages. Still only 23, and he says he wants to lead with his actions. And Cameron Serraldo says that Crichton, you know, really understands bringing positive energy to the group. He also praised Burton and Marnie after being thrown in the deep end, as he says, last year. And we get to see the Stephen Crichton reign as far as on-field leadership in earnest tonight because he pulls on the blue and white 
in anger for the first time against the Sharks, Loz. Yeah, looking forward to seeing Crichton out there. Leadership's not for everyone, Mitter. And sometimes you can be a different leader to the person that you're replacing. Um, but I think it just shows you where the Bulldogs are at. I mean, they've obviously struggled with, with leadership. Um, they were put in that position, both Burton and Reed Marnie, uh, probably before their time. But Stephen Crichton, he's learnt from the Penrith system and learnt from the Penrith leaders. Um, Seraldo has spoken about the energy that he brings to the group and he knows when to talk and when not to. Um, doesn't matter what age you are. It's about learning as you go as well, uh, but starting with leading through your actions and setting the right example, and I'm sure that Stephen Crichton will do that. And if they put the right structure around him and give him help, you can become a, a strong leader. Uh, you know, he's not going to be the finished product yet, but I like the fact that they're making some changes. They've turned their roster over. I think it'll be a better year for the Dogs. Um, it's, it's a strong backline, but can they do the work in the middle to provide a platform for these backline or their backline to work off. Can't believe I'm going to say this, but $2.10 looks pretty juicy about the dogs tonight in the trial. Plus two and a half at the line with Tab. Cronulla at $1.74. Uh, it's at Belmore tonight. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Mark, it's open on all the pre-season challenge matches with Tab. Uh, now, also, clear winner is on the back page of the Herald as well. So the Herald's done a poll. They've done their top 50 uh, players in the game. Uh, they've had uh, various uh, identities from Channel 9 and the Herald, including our own Adam Pengilly, Michael Chemis, the likes of Joey, Darren Lockyer, Brad Fittler, Alana Ferguson, and others uh, have basically done the top 50. This is their top 10. I mean, we're splitting hairs, aren't we, when we get to mm. a top 10 players. They've got Sean Johnson at 10, Pat Carrigan 9, James Fisher-Harris, 8, Cam Murray, 7, Cam Munster, 6. The top five, according to the Herald, Harry Grant, Reese Walsh at four, Payne Haas at three, Caelan Pong at two, Nathan Cleary is their top player in the game right now. Well, you can't disagree, can you? Uh, but it's all subjective. It's all everyone's opinion. And obviously, you know, Nathan Cleary off the back of that 20 minutes in the grand final. Um, winning a grand final off his own back was pretty special. Um, yeah. But, sure. you know, bl- blokes like Tr- Tom Trebojevic, um Cam Munster, I thought, was quiet last year. Um, you know, Luttrell, if these guys can stay on the field and produce their best football, I mean, they can lay claims to being the best player in the game, I, I believe. I think mm-hmm. they've certainly got the talent and they've shown in the past what they are capable of doing. So, um, but Nathan on the back of last year, I, th- I thought it was superb. Um, and a halfback, if you're up and about and winning competitions, yeah. obviously the praise will be lavished upon you. Can't argue Nathan no Cleary's number one oh. at the moment. His team, The team he plays in, where he's mm. the most important player, he's their quarterback, mm. Made won the grand final again, and he was MVP. Mm. <laughs> uh, I think that's... I, th- I think... Uh, 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 I said it yesterday. I think the only thing that creates any sort of question mark around, you know, everyone knows how good Nathan Cleary is. I don't think anyone doubts that. I think the only the gap between, you know, what we what some people are saying in regards to 
greatest number seven of all time in the future or one of the greatest players of all time. The only thing at the moment is the origin arena. Mm. I think Clubland, he, you know, his team has owned it already. And I don't think it's the end of that as well. I reckon they'll, I think they'll win more premierships through his career. Uh, he's been exceptional under maximum pressure in grand finals as well. And last year was the, you know, was phenomenal, freakish. That that oh. performance, what that is, that that's greatness. Yeah, but he is. needs he needs to take New South Wales, yeah. get the, when they're in a place where they can't win that game, they don't mm. look like winning the series against a very good Queensland team. He needs to own that arena, and then I reckon everyone. Then there's no question mark at all. It's pretty much his final frontier, almost, isn't it? Yeah, and it's the even, that's even. the greatest challenge, you know. It's against mm. the best players. On the biggest stage, that's where I think I think that no matter how many grand finals you win, I think the greatest in the game, like that word, great. I think people are coming. You're picking those players from that stage because you're up against the best. So if you can perform against them and win games for your team, mate, that is greatness. Sometimes in a grand final, to get your team to a grand final, it's it's a long season. You know, Origin, you got three games against the best under maximum fatigue. If you can win that, win your team one of those games, my God. Back page of the Australian. Uh, great picture of Molly Picklum and Jack Robinson Beach for the Stars as Aussies conquer Sunset. And yesterday, uh, the two Aussies won the Hurley Pro at Sunset Beach there in Hawaii. Picklum in her semi final uh, got the highest score of the competition, 9.67 on one of her waves. Uh, outstanding performance there in Hawaii yesterday. And uh, there's plenty of more headlines we'll get to uh, throughout the morning here as well. What's wrong? Oh, no, no, I just love the text messages. <laughs> oh, look, and I them. love some of the jealousy. Why Keep them coming. Grumpy <laughs> Zero, it's Friday. And it's early, mate. Go back to bed if you're that angry. <laughs> uh, we've got a scandal, uh, Guinness World Record scandal. Oh, no. Uh, so there's been... A claim that a dog in Portugal is the oldest dog ever. Oh, here we go. Died at 31 years of age last year. Well, wow. Guinness World Records opened an inquiry oh, into no. this. Injections? And uh, they couldn't be satisfied about, uh, well, there's lack of evidence about the date of birth. So the uh, 31-year-old, well, well, was claimed to be 31, uh, loses its title <laughs> as the oldest I dog I to have ever lived in the Guinness oh, I thought you were going to go down records. the path of uh, Fate the, enhanced. Oh, yeah. Performance enhancing. Yeah, performance enhancing. <laughs> on the gear, on the yeah. steroids. Yeah. No, just um, to pepti- prolong life. Peptides. To prolong life. Yeah. Mm. Is there such a thing? Well, yeah, there is. <laughs> okay, what's the name well, of some, it? No, what, some, what pharmacy some, can I get it from? Some guy I've been reading is, is looking at developing anti-aging tablets and injections. Okay. He wants to live forever. No, but hang on a second. Would anybody not take that? That's exactly right. He, he reckons he will have it developed. Mate, if let me tell you right now. It'll make him a fortune. Oh, no, you reckon? <laughs> He'll be alive to spend it. Yep. Mate, if there's a drug That's that can good. make that us... That was good from you. Yeah, that can, <laughs> that can make us live longer. I don't care if it's illegal or legal, yeah. everyone will want it. Most definitely. I reckon ev- just Be about everything that goes into our mouth makes us live less, not more. <laughs> We're damaging ourselves every day. Yeah. Apart from water, maybe. Everything else is doing damage. No, well, he, that's <laughs> what he's looking at doing. But getting back to the dog, 31 years of age. 
31 I've never dog What's 31 dog years in human years? Hello, it's a Google. lot. I know that. It's I was proud. 200. Of, Jerry got 200. 200. 200. Yeah. So the dogs live to 200. It's almost yeah. a bit of cheating. Cruel, so what's it? the cheating? Fake birth certificate? Well, they just can't verify when through was, what's when it was required. Born. Yeah, there's just not enough evidence. Oh, what do you mean? When it was born? Look, let me find the quotes here. Yeah, I think uh, we, of course, here. require evidence for all Guinness World Records titles we monitor, often a minimum of two statements from witnesses and subject experts. Oh, no. Uh, and it's going to take a long time for microchip uptake around yeah. the world to catch up with pet ownership. But yeah. Until that time, we require okay. documentary evidence for all years of a pet's life. That's, That's a scam. scam. That's enough. a scam. Fair enough, too. Okay. Is there any money in world records? Opportunity. Is there any money in Guinness Book of Records? If you hold a record? No. no. I think you just get some, you know. Notoriety. You get some. You just become famous. Or picture. Right. And, and Pat on certificate. The back. You get yeah. a certificate, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Do you, Acknowledging go the, your... do you go on the guest speaking <laughs> tour? What, the dog? <laughs> What's no, the, the, the dog owner of the dog. Dog's going around barking. Yeah. <laughs> What's the bloke? <laughs> oh, Lozzie would have seen him. Take the ashes, would you? Most obscure guest speaker, the Australian Sudoku bloke. Sudoku, yeah. Oh, he's outstanding he too. He was very good. What's he talking about? How he became an Australian champion and went away to the world championships because mm. there was no one else. He, he Googled that there was no one in the Sudoku oh Australian team. So he grabbed a couple of mates, basically. They bought their own jackets, the green yeah, jackets. Yeah, they, they wear the jackets to their... When they do the guest speaking circuit, they come in their Australian <laughs> proper plays. Tell me you're kidding. <laughs> no, it's no. great. It's, it's, it's very funny. It's very, very you funny. you the Australian Sudoku team, Glenn McGrath. He was an absolute genius. You know, you have done the, one. You get the books and they got like the yeah, different yeah, levels yeah. through the books. Yeah. Pidge was a freak. Every flight... Yeah. Every bus well, trip, well, I t- I t- well, I the hardest level. I, I don't like, I don't know if you blokes have encountered this, either on a Some domestic flight no, or an international flight. You know when you get the, say, if you're flying Qantas, you get the Qantas book and it's got the crosswords in it and someone's done the crosswords. Of course. Yeah. So that, that annoys you? That annoys me. That, doesn't, that yeah, never no, annoys me because I'm not a crossword person no. at all. On a flight, in the I'm looking for something to do. Yeah, but and on a long flight. Well, so is the person who did the crossword. Yeah, but you shouldn't. It's rude. Nah. But what you know, if you did else the crossword? It it's arrogance. Nah. And uh, I believe you would do something well, Someone's like going to do the crossword. What do you yeah, want to do? I'm do it in pencil and rub it out? Well, possibly, yeah. yeah it's like you it's, would do that. If there's a crossword Imagine. in the back of the book on the plane, it's not your book to take. So whoever's got it. It's not their book to interfere with. But what are you meant to do? No one do the crossword. Well, do it in your mind. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Crossword, no. Radio Allen. I couldn't think of anything worse. I'd be frustrated on the plane if I was trying to do the crossword and I couldn't get an answer out. If you pick up the book and you want to look and read, see what's in it, yeah. and someone's done the crossword. No, nah, it doesn't bother me. I'm okay with it. You can. I'd pass you my book. You could do my crossword. I'm okay with Just that. Just go to the news agent and get one of those crossword books, take yeah. it on the plane. Yeah, possibly. Mm. You and Smitty, I think you and Smitty get on well. He's a crossword nerd. Oh, oh yeah, I'm not good at it, but I, I like it. He I like does, testing I like myself. It. He's doing crossword. He's, he's got a crossword book. Oh, yeah, what's wrong with you, yeah, I, I don't know. What's oh, wrong with you, well, just... well, when you're bored, I, like, I don't mind doing them. I'm sitting there. It gives me something to do, mate. What about cards with your mate, with your next one? Eh? Yeah, but if you're flying on your own, you can play Patience. That's about all. Patience is good. Yeah, 
but I've got none of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, treat, you, treat yourself to Tetris on your phone. <laughs> I must say, I did cheat. No, not do Put your cheat, eye mask I on and have a sleep. I have cheated before, just to try and... You have cheated? Oh, yeah. What do you, well, sometimes what do you it's a boring about? game if you can't make a move. Soul Instead of just throwing the, the cards in, I'll mix it up yeah, a little mate. bit. Like I'll sh- shuffle the cards again. When you're playing... Yeah, you know how you... That's, no, no, that, that's the name yeah, but, of the yeah, game. But if, it, yeah, but if, if you can't get it out, you can't get no, it no, out. You I, start yeah, again. Yeah, I know, but if it, if it happens early, <laughs> I'll just do a shuffle. That, that, what? Mate, that's what the game is. I know that's what you the game is, just... but if it's if it's early, oh I'm not prepared God. to just toss it and get move on. I, I want to <laughs> okay. try and beat the system. Oh, Sounds like my math test at school. Just yeah. look at the back of the There's book. There's always an angle, Michael. You're always going to try and oh, mate. Someone's push the limit. saying John Eels was Australian Sudoku champion. Doesn't surprise me. Mm. Eelsie's a nerd burger as well. Mm. Too smart for his own good, Eels. Eelsie's so smart. Oh, he you know the smart. other one? You know the other one that is super intelligent? Grant Hackett. Too smart for his own good, Hacky. Really? Oh, mate. So smart. Watch the texts come in now. Text lines are going to go off. Oh, yeah, smart, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Eelsie multi- smart. Pigeon, pigeon. Pidgey's not John Eels or Grant You know what Hackett's they've all got in common? Sudoku's you know smart. what they've all got in common? Tall. Yes. Mm. Great athletes. Great athletes and tall. <laughs> Might be something in that, Mitter. <laughs> you're we'll tall. La- we'll <laughs> <laughs> what happened we'll to you? investigation. You're, you're smart. You're a nerd burger. Yeah, you, you're you not are a numbers smart. person. I tell you what you are. You're very good at sport. I tell you what you are. You're a very, very, very good speller. And I notice that that type of thing because I'm a very, very, very bad speller. Jeez, just done wonders for me here too, yeah, hasn't it? Good speller. You're a nerd burger. I wish I sat beside you in mm. class. Yeah, you are pretty good. He's very good speller. You know, because I've know. seen. Yeah. And I've you can tell, you know, watch him, even the way you write emails, emails. pronounce, even the, yeah, pronounces just the way you write your emails. We've never been on an yeah. email together, yeah. yes, ever. Have. Just the way you do it. <laughs> Mick Collis, the is email the chain. guy. Mick, Mick Collis. Collis. Mick Collis. Can we it. get Mick on? I want him to take on Pidge. Take on Glenn McGrath. Hmm. Sudoku challenge. Here's a claim out hmm. for Bricky with Brett and Josh Morris. Can't get a word out of them because they're both busy doing crosswords. Says oh, Wally. Too much. On the text, no Most boys would be into it. Yes, Nerdburgers. No. Yes. If they're sitting there doing crosswords, they're no. nerd burgers. Mate, put the crossword down. Actually, I think Josh is going over. Now, this is talking of not nerds, but uh, rorts. Josh is going over for 2GB <laughs> Mate, don't to you call talk- the game. <laughs> and he's going for a week. It's going for a week. Yeah, but you've got to just... For the sideline on one day. Listen, mate, don't you be <laughs> talking day. about yeah, you rock solid. <laughs> don't you be talking about rorts at all with your junket. I saw the boys the other day. Well, I hope that Josh Morris uh. shirt fronts you and go, mate, <laughs> can you not like mention that publicly? Well, he's doing sideline on preparation, I but they're he's only got, got one game. He's got to prepare. Well, two games, but one day. Long flight. Oh, yeah. He must be on the Dreamliner. He must be on the Dreamliner. Bulldog's Dreamliner. He sent a photo yesterday. He did to all of us. Yes. Uh, he was in the toilet. His he had a seat, good seat, His didn't seat he? was right beside the toilet. Well, he doesn't need much room. The, uh, as I said to him in the text, the only positive was it was a window seat. But, geez, that was a bad seat. Actually, we should, he, he, he would be in America by now, wouldn't he? Oh, my God. He'd be there. What are you laughing at? Can I read this out? Morning, boys. Timely that you were talking about crosswords. The person that puts all the crosswords together for 
the Aussie newspapers died last oh, week. I went to the funeral. No. They buried him three down and two across. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> oh, this is not okay. This is not okay. I agree with that top message. Less crap boys and more sport. This is not okay. Well, where's the multi? Dicko, wake up. Uh, it's called paddling. <laughs> we're going to take a break. What are we doing next? We're going to preview the Melbourne Storm season and hopefully... We'll have the multi by then. The Melbourne Storm in 2023 finished third. 16 wins, eight losses. They lost to Brisbane 26-0 in their qualifying final. Then they beat the Roosters just that late try. Uh, The Warbrick, 18-13. Then they were hammered by Penrith in the preliminary final, 38-4. As far as their gains and losses are concerned uh, for this season, they've got Sean Bloor from the West Tigers. Uh, The... Tarek Sims has gone over to the Super League. Tom Eisenhuth to St. George Illawarra. Justin Olam to the Tigers. Uh, and as their odds with Tab for the Premiership, they're $10. So they're on the fifth line of betting with Souths. $5 to make the grand final. $11 minor Premiership. $2.65 top four. $1.55 to make the eight. $2.25 to miss the top eight. Uh, Lozzie can probably also throw Ryan Pappenhausen as a gain for them, really, considering how little footy he's played in recent times. But uh, the Melbourne Storm, I don't know. I think every year since we've been doing the show together, we've pondered whether it was the year they were going to take a step back. And last year, times looked like that, but they still Mm. finished third and won 16 games. They're a remarkable club, you know. Craig Bellamy took over in 2003, and they haven't lost a round one game since. So they are ready at the start of the season. Yep. The question mark about the Storm, a little bit like the Sharks, I suppose, the, the fact that they can play really well throughout the season, they find a way to win games, but can they, after the retirement of Slater and Smith, in particular, and Cronk moved on in, in that, that that era, have they got that next level in them? And you could argue they have because they've got arguably the best spine in the game. And Pappenhausen, when he's back, and if he's fit, he can score tries, like we saw him in that first trial last weekend against the Dogs. He can save tries, which is so important for a fullback. He's a great support player, and his speed, just worries defenders. Now, now Munster, I think we're unsure of what he does, and he's unsure of what he does at times himself, which makes him a dangerous player. Um, when you think he'll kick, he'll run. When you think he passes, he, he'll run. Um, but when he does run, he's so strong, he's hard to handle. Um, and I thought that last year wasn't his best year for a while, and I think that he'll be in for a, a massive year. Jerome Hughes, um, he just knows his game so well. Um, he, very rarely does he lose his composure and he just sticks to his strengths. He's got a good kicking game, running game. He gives that team plenty of direction. And Harry Grant's another one. I, I didn't think Harry had his best season last year. Or, albeit he, pl- he played well in, in, in origin. Mm. Um, but I didn't think he and Munster played that well for Melbourne. So that's a scary thought for teams this year. He's very creative out of dummy half. Um, he's a strong runner. But I think he just needs to work on how to adjust his game 
when they're not going forward. Because last year they got dominated through the middle a bit. So he's got to work out how do I get some, or how do I generate some ruck speed for me to actually be dangerous out of here. Um, and that's uh, harder uh, to do when, you, when you're out there and under fatigue. But he, you know, he's got to look to put his players on players that may tackle around the legs or run some cross plays to isolate a defender one-on-one so they're not getting numbers into tackles or put forwards back into the markers and make the markers do a couple of tackles in a row and then they sort of start to become a little bit fatigued and then he can get out or put people back over the advantage line. So he's just got to do a little bit of work on that. Uh, then you look at their forwards. I thought they were out-muscled when they came up against the, the better teams. You know, coming up against a forward pack of the Broncos, Penrith, I just think they were outplayed yeah. and they lost superiority in the middle. Um, and that'll be the challenge for them this season. But they've still got some very good forwards. You know, you've got Josh King, Christian Welsh, uh, big uh, that big Nelson. Um, so they've got some some size through the middle, but they've got to be more aggressive. Got some edge players. Katara, I thought, had a good year last year, but they've got to get a bit more out of... Uh, Chan and Howard, they're young guys. Chan was in the system for 12 months. Howard's been in there for a number of years. Mm. I think that they have to start coming through if if the storm are going to get to that next level. And Sean Bloor, I, I think he's got something about him as a player, but he just hasn't had an injury-free run. But if anyone can get the best out of him, uh, it will be Craig Bellamy. But I, I expect Melbourne to be around that 14-16 win mark. Again, I, I think they play finals. And it wouldn't surprise me if that quartet, if the spine play to their best, they can get to a grand final. But it'll all come down to their their forwards and, and how they go throughout the year and whether the same issues arise when they come up against the best sides and the tough sides with the forward pack. You know, that they, they just got totally outplayed in the middle. And I think that's an area that they have to improve. And if they do that, because they've got the players, I think they'll be there when the whips are cracking. Suafar Longo was a nice find for them late in the season. A young fella who has gas, serious gas mm. loss. So as soon as he gets some more footy behind him... Well, he'll, he'll probably play that 14 role. He'll, mm. he'll probably come off the bench. Um, but again, if something did happen to Pappenhausen, they've got him there waiting. So that's good. Uh, Nick Meany, I'll be interested to see how he goes because I think he's played consistent football mm. and he really thrived in that fullback role but moving to the centres um, they're trying to put their best 17 out there Melbourne so I think that Nick Meany hopefully he'll continue to improve but far longer yeah he was special in the in his first grade debut and then played for Samoa last year so if they can fit him into the squad somewhere they've got that X factor coming off the bench which all teams are looking for to have that mm. player that can change momentum can add something different to their squad Craig Bellamy is this it? I'm still not convinced. I don't know. Only Craig can answer mm. that. One thing I do know, Craig's a guy that likes to stay busy, mm. but he loves his family also, and he wants to spend a bit more time with them. Um, and I don't know whether Craig would be that type of guy. If he was out, he'd be all out. Mm. And I know he's got a contract there that it would put him into the coaching director's role, but I don't know whether that'd suit Craig. Because mm. I think all he's very, it's all or nothing. Yeah. Um, so that'll be the big question mark to him: whether he wants to stick out, B 
being the coach or whether he wants to move on altogether. Because I just don't see Craig as a coaching director. I think he he would do it and do a, do a fantastic job, but I think he just loves being hands-on and doing as much as he possibly can. 14 to 16 wins, Loz says. The Melbourne Storm pup, they're likely to be in your eight next week. Definitely. I, I got him as fifth. You've already done your yep. eight. Well, don't Jeez, tell us too well. much. Yeah. Fifth for me, the Storm. Uh, always underrated. My only, my only concern, and I hope I'm right here, they're definitely going to lose Harry Grant and Cameron Munster through Origin, but I also think they're going to lose Ryan Pappenhausen. I think he is going to come back bigger and better. For and you, for his sake, I really hope he does. Have a role he, with New South Wales, and I think he's going to get. I think he's going to be in that squad. I think he's going to. I, I don't know. And I, I, of course, there probably needs to be a couple of injuries for him to to be in the seventeen. But I, I just think, I think it's his time now. I, I really feel sorry for him. All the injuries he's had, I, I couldn't think of. If you, if I could pick one player to be, um. You know, MVP in the grand final or player of the year or what? I, I want him to to feel that success because he is he's been through hell. Most definitely, I, I agree with that. I, yeah. I, I just want to see him play football yep. and get through injury free because if he does, yeah, you'll, you'll see an exciting play. And he, we've seen it in the past. He's he's a he's a role model for youngsters as well. Like he's like he had the mullet haircut. Well, I was going to say if he, he comes across like a great fella. If he comes back and wins the Dally M, I think Imagine you that. have to adopt his hairstyle. I'm not doing the mullet heading no. into <laughs> no twenty twenty. You present it. No, thank you. Yeah. I'll present him the, yeah. the trophy. Yeah. Love to. I, but that's I think he's one of those players that you want on the field because kids idolise him as well. Yep. And I just hope he's got that that acceleration, that speed off. That's what like Reese Walsh is a. Man, unbelievable player. But what I love most about Reese Walsh as well, it's how it, he's lightning fast. Oh. So they just find a way to, you know, beat beat tackles, get into that gap, score tries, and I just, I yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm praying that this is Ryan Pappenhausen's year. So but, I'm still got, I got the Storm fifth, and I think they're going to lose their the first game of the season for the first time this year, Loz. Oh. Under Craig Bellamy. Yeah, they got Penrith. They got the they got the, they got yeah. the Panthers. Yeah, I'm not betting against Penrith. Yeah, I did uh, that last year. Brad Rosen, not far away uh, tonight. Pup second T20 at Eden Park. Gosh, how many runs could they get in the T20 at Eden Park if the pitches are road there tonight? They could be Lots. anything. The, the kiddies boundaries, as he called them. <laughs> There at Eden Park. They certainly are. Uh, and Steve Smith surely plays tonight, you would think, as well. I think they've said he's going to open the batting. Okay. So the, that means... Warner or Head will resting, rest. Yeah, one of Warner or Head. Um, big opportunity for Smitty. I, I think, uh, like I've said, I feel like that's his position. He's fighting with Davey Warner and Travis Head to, to be in the starting 11 uh, for this World Cup. Um and I don't know. I don't know if they. If, if, yeah, I don't know. Will they pick a in their fifteen for the World Cup? Will they pick someone like a Steve Smith um, as the spare batsman if he's not in the starting eleven, or would they go, you know, someone with a bit more power who could bat through the middle, smack it through the middle, or an extra all rounder rather than just a specialist batsman? So, yeah, he um, he'll want some runs. There's no doubt about yeah. it. He'll uh, he won't give up his position easily, Smitty. That's for sure. He still wants to be a part of all three formats. Um, 
tonight he's going to get a chance, or today he's going to get a chance. We tab Australia $1.50, New Zealand $2.60. And again, that's uh, 10 past five slated to start at Eden Park, Eastern Daylight Time that time, 10 past five later this afternoon. The multi's open. Loza, where are you going? How are you playing? What are you doing? Uh, a lot of people aren't confident this week, Mido, uh, going on the text line. So, but this is what we're doing. <laughs> we're going Rose Hill Race 7, number 8, Vienna Princess to run top two. Into Caulfield, Race 6, number 10. Ah, the Peter Young Stakes. The sexy one. Foxy Cleopatra <laughs> to run top four. And if you want to be a part of that and not be a negative nilly, that's paying $7.50. Gee, Vienna Princess top two. That's a decent race. She's a decent horse. Yeah, she is. That's just a very nice oh, Millie Fox. This, that's a, you know, it's what, a, trying to pick holes in the multi No, no, already. I'm just looking at horses like, yeah, I'm an Argentia fan. It's $19. Bjorn's horse, Renaissance Woman. Zugotcha's obviously there, and you've got a dominant favourite in Lady Laguna. And Vienna, they're just all in the mix. You can't pen pretty much any of those. You've got Startontes coming down from Brisbane. That's a good race. Uh, but Foxy, top four. So you're giving her plenty of chance there. Yeah, giving her plenty, mate, because I know what will happen. Plenty of insurance, sorry, I should yeah, say. But I, I know what will happen. What, you'll run fifth? Well, no. She, well, I'd be disappointed if she ran fifth. I'd be extremely disappointed if she ran fifth. I think she'll run well, but I don't know whether she can beat a couple of those other horses in that in that race. Like Gold Trip is a pretty good horse, a very good horse, I should say. Not a pretty good horse. And the, the horse from New Zealand, what is it? Campionessa. 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 Um, good money for it. Yeah, pretty good. She's pretty good. So Loz is going to the Millie Fox at Rose Hill. Race 7, number 8, Vienna Princess, top 2. And Caulfield, the Peter Young, race 6, number 10, Foxy Cleopatra, top 4. And it is $7.50. $7.50 to get us off the mark for season 2024 tomorrow. $7.50 in its usual spot. Uh, tab app, tab website. Click on Sport and Today's Offers. Uh, and uh, Mitch and Robertson... What's the plan with the sexy one? What's T Bus got for us? Well, T Bus, you get forward a little bit. I, okay, right. Yep. So the well, T Bus has. Well, sort we of... want to take advantage. Well, you need to take advantage mm. of barrier two, don't you? You've got to push a little bit forward. You don't want to be leading, but you need to get a position. Mm. You don't want to be dropping out to last on the fence meter. Listen to Mister Negative here. Think you can do better, mm. Alfie. Why don't you do one today as well? Yeah. The orange peeler. What's yeah. What's going on with our messages this, this morning? <laughs> yeah. It is, Negative. It's, it's Friday. Abuse. Well said, orange peeler. Can we turn the screens off? I was talking up the race. Can you turn the screens off this morning? <laughs> I, I can't take the, it. I wasn't potting the tip. I was saying it's a very it's a it is a very strong, strong race. race. Very strong race. But you, you have been a little bit negative. Alfie. Yeah. Alfie. Are we That's seriously going to cop what Ben Way calls me? Benny, how's he no. going, Benny? No. I'm not some <laughs> cartoon alien. What's Benny up to today, you reckon? <laughs> What's he waking up to? What's he in that oh, he brain be awake. this morning? He's a night out. <laughs> He's a night out. Yeah, he, he would have been up watching Fairview races until 3 o'clock this morning. I'm not even joking. Right. Anyway. Serious issues. <laughs> Brad, yeah. Davidson. Brad Davidson. Brad Rosen uh, is coming up. The NBL playoffs, they start next week. In the middle of the week, of course, because we have... Uh, a FIBA break 
over the course of the weekend. Uh, some news with the Illawarra Hawks as well. They have locked in their interim coach, Justin Tatum, until the end of the 2026-27 season is the full-blown head coach there at the Hawks. And why wouldn't they? The 44-year-old father of Jason Tatum, of course, Celtic superstar, uh, took them from 2-7 and seven they were after Jacob Jacomas was sacked and took them to 14 wins and 14 losses on the season. And they're in a play-in match against Tassie next week to go into the top four in the semi-final series. How are you, Brad? Good morning, boys. The Kings are in the playoffs. We're good, boys. Oh, well, I was going to say they limped in, but they didn't. Like, to win by 54. What, well, was South East Melbourne already on their mad Monday? I mean, how do you, to win a game by 55 points in the NBL, that's just, that's giving up the ghost, isn't it? I mean, all credit to the Kings, but seriously. Nah, boys, I'm telling you, I reckon... Clarkie would have got 40, Loza would have got 50, and I reckon the four of us would have won that game by at least 30. Yeah, Loza no would have posted up and taken those boys downtown and he had would have popped your shoulder out of Yeah, I would have popped your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> One dunk too many. Uh, have you played a basketball game since then? No. Do you reckon? No. no yeah, have that's you your... touched a basketball since then? No, yeah, I, I have a shoot around with my young boy. Just There's a it... lot of talk that he's fantastic at dunking a biscuit in a two. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. <laughs> I do like doing that. But so, Brad, I mean, they're taking on the breakers then next Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should they win that game? Do you think yep. they will win that game? Or yes. have the breakers got a style or a system that will frustrate them? Love the Breakers is the first thing to say. And Anthony Lamb, who had made the All uh, NBL One team, he popped his shoulder a couple of weeks ago in Perth. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah, he's he, he's done with with an um, Achilles injury. Sorry, there's another guy. I'm talking about him soon. Who popped his shoulder. So with Anthony Lamb going out, that was bad, but it was still okay for New Zealand. They then got their other guy, PJC Parker Jackson Cartwright. He's made the All NBL One team. He's playing really good. But Will McDowell White, a Sydney boy playing outstanding and he was really good for them last year he popped his shoulder in the last game now I'm not sure if he's going to be back for this game so the reason I'm saying all of this is as good as New Zealand can be you can't keep taking out these great players and then expect them to win a playoff game if the Kings bring the energy yeah they win that game what about Hawks and Jack Jumpers buddy oh look defend the island Clark you know what it's like I, I I think the Hawks have been the story of the year. I just heard you guys saying about Tatum. Yes, they had their awards dinner last night. They announced that he got a three-year deal, which is great. Gary Clark, who's another guy that made the All-NBL team, he got the MVP of their team. I think they're going to be brilliant in New Zealand. I just Sorry, in Tasmania. I just don't know if they can get them because, geez, Tasmania are playing well. But then the way it works is now the loser of the Sydney-New Zealand game is out. That's done. Their season's over. The winner then plays the loser of Tasmania and and Illawarra. So in theory, we could have an Illawarra Sydney home final for Illawarra. One game, winner take all. Oh yes, please. Why have the? I was going to call them the Steelers then. Why have Illawarra <laughs> improved? <laughs> Rod Wishart. It's yeah. Michael Bolton. I'm going to take Chris Barrett's coaching as the yeah, yeah, yeah. Why have they improved and what's been the difference since Tatum's taken over? Well, him. That's really it. Why have they improved? He's just brought in a simple structure, if that's what you ask you know, the players. He's just brought in a simple structure. Uh, he's he's talking their language and they'll run through a brick wall for him. Now, Gary Clark has been the guy that's led them brilliantly, but there's just guys like he hasn't changed the roster. 
hasn't done anything different. But how many times do we say, guys, you know, like when a coach takes over, it's just a different voice. Mm. Nothing bad against the other guy. Just mm. didn't work with this team. So it moves on and now they're doing it. And in another story here, um, Adelaide 36ers were the same. CJ Bruton, one of our legends of our sport, just couldn't get it done for whatever reason. Scott Ninnis has taken over, did a real good job at the back end of the season. They didn't make the playoffs, but he's just signed a new two-year deal. There was a lot of talk of Brian Gorshin going there. Not happening. He signed a two-year deal. So both interim coaches, which is very rare in this day and age, have uh, upped the ante and signed for long term. You mentioned CJ there being a legend of the sport. Mm. What about Bryce Cotton? He won another yeah, well, MVP. Where, where, where do you rank him and his performances since he's been with the Wildcats? Oh, look, the best of the best of the last 10, 20 years for sure. I mean, the GOAT is Andrew Gaze um, when we talk men's basketball uh, in, the, in Australia. The GOAT is Andrew Gaze. He is the greatest of all time. This guy is a seven-time NBL uh, um, MVP. They call the night the Gazes. So he is the greatest by far. And to put it in context, 14 All-NBL 1 teams. So that's the top five player for 14 years of when he played. Like, just unbelievable. I'd have to say the next guy is a guy called Leroy Loggins, which um, I'm sure some of you would have heard. Um, um, So Leroy was great. But we are now, without a doubt, Bryce is in the conversation. Uh, I wouldn't have said that two years ago. Uh, He's now a four-time champion and, and probably... Some would argue that he could have, sorry, four-time MVP, I'm sorry, and some could argue that he might have, should have got one or two more, who knows. But, yeah, he's certainly in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. If he just does it for another few years, then, I mean, you're talking Andrew Gaze, like he did it for 20 years or whatever, Leroy, Mm. 20 years. It it, it is, when you talk greatest of all time, it's got to be on longevity, in my opinion, as well. Last night, the Boomers were in Bendigo for a Asia mm. Cup qualifier against South Korea. Thank goodness for Nick Kay. I, I guess we were under the pump there. Uh, Brad, how did you see Yeah, it? we were. Yeah, Gorge was really worried about this game. I mean, he literally has got all players bar one or two that are not in the playoffs. So, you know, all the players that are playing really well this year didn't play because they've got playoffs coming up. None of the... Um, they were, they were probably Nick Kay is the only possibility to make the Olympic team. So he was really worried. He had two days with this team. He had a couple of kids, teenagers that are coming out of Canberra at the, you know, COE. So he was worried and they were down by 13 at one stage. But yeah, Nick Kay was great. Uh, and they did. Mitch McCarron, who come, come from Adelaide, uh, he played really well and they just did enough to get the win. But it was actually a pretty good game. What did you, well, I think I know the answer to this question. Um, all-star game. Oh. Has it got to go? Oh, Brad? oh did that... Yeah, was that okay. on? Yeah. Okay. When was it on? Well, you're a smart man if you didn't watch it. Oh, mate. <laughs> mate that is, that well, just, a train wreck. It's terrible. Bad? But why has it got to this? Because it never used to be like no. this. No. I remember, I agree with you, Clucky. I remember when I was watching it younger, that was sit down, you it's know, much watching yeah. TV. And the thing I really, I was trying to think about this and, and think, what's the difference? And to me, it's back then, it's if Michael Jordan got the ball, whoever's guarding him, I want to stop you. And whoever's guarding Jordan, it's like, I'm going to take you. And then the other players might not play help defense or do anything and let them just go at it. Nowadays, I'm going to shoot from half and see if I can do it. No one plays D. I mean, to get to... To, to get to 200 points is ridiculous. It's not fun. It's not exciting. Uh, I didn't mind the dunk contest. I thought the three-point shootout um, was was pretty good. Yeah. Loved the one with Steph yeah. uh, and uh, and the our WNBA player. It was brilliant. I just don't know whether 
like I know the NBL were thinking about, do we bring an all-star? That is real worrying because you've got to be careful that you don't have that train wreck doing it. So if you've got to do it, you've got to do it good. I can't see how that's going to change now because the players are really dictating what they want and this is it. Yeah, and it's the, as I listened to someone the other day say, I'm sure it's so true, Brad, too. It's their opportunity to meet up with all their sponsors and you know yeah. keep everyone outside them happy. Mm. If there was any evidence it's a player-run run league, that was it. You're so true. And uh, and that's probably a good point as well. It is a good weekend to get away where everyone catches up and has fun. And there will be always big crowds because sponsors will always get involved. And there's too much money in it that it won't happen. Well, so, no, I agree. We're back today. The NBA is back as of 11 o'clock this morning. A huge slate of games today. And uh, yeah. while well, we're about two-thirds of the way through the season, where's your money, Brad, at this stage? The Celtics obviously have this... Yeah, uh, runaway best record in the league. What are they? Forty three and twelve. I think an incredible record at this point. But do we really trust them in in and that's, a game five, two all in or a game seven? Do you really trust them? If you're betting on the NBA champion today, who is it? Oh man, I um, I'm going to go a bit left field because I just think if they get it right, they're going to be good, and that's the Bucks. I just, I just think the Bucks. Doc Rivers has barely won a game. Yeah, just give him time. Just give him time. He's, he's. I just have that feeling he's got a plan. Well, it's, they're one of those things that will either go amazing <laughs> or blow it. up, right? But he's got a plan, and I'm going to go with it. Boston, geez, I like them. I just like them. But you're right. You can just see right at the end, um, bang. But let's not rule out Denver. They're not champions for a reason, right? They they know what they're doing. They've come back. They'll they're just coasting through. And, Are Dallas and doing anything, happens. mate? Um, look, from what I can tell, they're having great after parties of games, but um, that'd probably be a bad hit, mate. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Because what, yeah, what, happened, no, look, to, Luca, what happened to Luca? Luca's awesome. Well, he, yeah, Luca's awesome. He was a superstar, and, and uh, obviously he still is a superstar, but he just what has no help around him, does he? Yeah, it's just that team is just not built. Uh, to win, in my opinion, to win a championship. They're built to make the playoffs and they're built to win really big games, just not consistently. He's amazing. He's got to have the ball in his hand all the time. But you need special players to be around those people. Like, you know, if we talk in our era, you, you look at the Bulls, well, there's Luke Longley, right? Perfect example. You know, guys like that where they're just built to be around mm. and know that's my role. This day and age, everyone wants to get paid. So what do you got to do? Put the ball in the hole. I don't want to be a role player. I want to shoot. I want to shoot from half court. I want to kick it in. So all these things is just, it makes it very difficult when you find the right role players. They are absolutely gold in this league. Geez, a good slate today too. You've got the likes of Oklahoma City, $1.85 against the Clippers, $2. And Golden State are dominant favourites now against the Lakers. That's because LeBron's out. Hang on, Mido. You said Clippers. If I'm not mistaken, you said... Well, no, I asked you? you. I asked you, do we have to take them seriously as a championship contender? And you laughed at me. Or Clarky, someone laughed at me, but I, oh, no, I did. Mate, all no, I did was no, no, ask the question. Listen, mate, I've been laughing at you for five years. <laughs> yeah. Stop now, let me tell you. <laughs> I asked the question, and you basically potted it away. Shut I, didn't I do respect you, Mido, because then you then turned around and said, "Actually, I just listened to myself ask the question." <laughs> yeah, and I did I say silly. that out loud, moment? <laughs> yeah, James Harden wins the title. Yeah. That'll do me. Uh, anyway, <laughs> thank you, Brad. Go those Kings! Book your tickets to the Trackside Garden Party on Gosford Race Day, Saturday, 24th of February. That is tomorrow.
and you can go into the draw to win a pass to Rocket the Races 2024. Just head to the Entertainment Grounds website to book. That's www.theentertainmentgrounds.com.au. Ali Mosley from Sky Racing, a very good morning. How are you? I'm well, Mido. How are you going? Very well, thank you. Let's start with the Tab Silver Slipper. They're at Rose Hill Gardens, race four on the card at a quarter past two to jump tomorrow where we have, surprise, surprise, Waterhouse Bot dominating the market with straight charge at 240, Espionage at 260. Who are you with? How do you see it unfolding? Well, I'm with Espionage. Uh, I'm really keen on this horse. He's been one of my favourites from the very beginning. I remember him as a yearling and I've just followed his progress and saw him at the trials the other day. Love the way that he's come back in. I think he had that little bit of furnishing to come, and that's exactly what he's done over the break since going out after winning the Breeders' Plate. So I'm with Espionage, but I am very nervous about straight charge and then just touching on a few of the others. Gatsby's, there's a huge rap on this horse. Um, I'm sure a few of us have seen his recent trials. Uh, everyone's been talking about him. So he's in to run tonight at Canterbury in race one, but... The, the interesting part of this is that Tommy Berry's booked to ride him tomorrow and he's elected to choose that ride over a couple of the others in the race. So I think that suggests that Tommy's rolling the dice should he not run at Canterbury tonight, which is a bit touch and go at this stage. You know, we're only 7am at the moment um, to see for scratchings. But should that track stay in the heavy range, I, I'd imagine that they might wait until tomorrow with him. So it's a real watch in the next half hour because if he doesn't scratch out of tonight, then I would be having something on him tonight, Gatsby's. Um, but then we'll just watch him for tomorrow. And then the other one I thought, uh, is a really interesting watch at odds. And the fact that they've elected to send her around against the boys is celerity. So we saw her come out, what she did with James behind the barriers. Um, then she came out and she was slow away. I think she missed a kick by about one and a half lengths and she was only two lengths off the winner. So she's just got to smooth out those barrier manners and I think she'll be a really lovely filly in time. So I'm with espionage and celerity each way. What about Namili Fox, Ellie? So well, it's really exciting, actually, to see all these good fields and good horses returning and good horses who have had him work for a little while and all the like. Um, so it's a pretty open field is what I would say. I think um, for me, I've always been a bit of a fan of her and she had a bit of a, wasn't necessarily a mishap, but in, at work time, she just, I think, got her foot through the back of the barriers in her last trial. So um, don't. Don't be too concerned with how she trialled or beat. She trialled well enough. She was uh, fifth in that most recent trial. But I think she's one who will heavy the soft, will handle the soft conditions. Which horse um, did you say? Sorry, Ali? Lechfart. Sorry, I don't oh, know. Oh, Lechfart. Lechfart, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with Lechfart, but in truth, it's probably not a race that I would be keen to, to dive into. So I wouldn't be um, I wouldn't be making her my best bet. But I, I'm just a fan of a fan of her, and I liked her most recent trials back in first for the first up run. Need to ask you your opinion of Vienna Princess as Loz has got it to run top two in his multi. In the what, what else? What else do we have in the multi, Loz? Uh, Foxy down in Melbourne in the PDL okay. to run oh, top beautiful. four. Mm. Beautiful. Um, well, she's got first up form on the board, Vienna Princess. She's running the money, so she's just got to run top two. Her trials have been relatively quiet, but she always seemed like a filly who was mixing it with the best of them last preparation and she ended up I think she won the silver eagle in the end didn't she um giving her a slot into the golden eagle that golden ticket so um I think she was always the overlooked mare last prep and she's got first up form on the board she should be able to handle the soft or even heavy track should we um get into that range if we get another storm this afternoon so I can't see why she can't run top two loss 
Thank Loss you, Al. Well, she's not overlooked tomorrow. Mm. She's carrying Loz's weight. Well, Ali's just assessing <laughs> the way I looked at it. <laughs> Let's go to the Hobartville. Uh, race eight on the card. Uh, Tom Kitten, $3.20. End cap at $6.00. Eight and longer the rest. How do you see it? There's another one, Tom Kitten. I thought he had a bit of improvement to come when I saw him in the yard first up. He looked like he was sort of just there for a bit of a day out in the Apollo and he did his best work when he hit the line for about the last 50 metres. So <laughs> obviously the um, rise to 1,400 will suit him, but I, I would like to watch him a bit later on in the prep should the track, again, like I said, well, I'm a bit on weather watch at this stage because we're on a soft seven at the moment, but having a look at what's happening, it's about 37 degrees, I think, at Rose Hill out there today and then at the potential of another storm. So should that storm not hit us and we have that really good drying day, the track could stay in the soft range and we'll be starting in the soft range tomorrow. But if we get another deluge of rain, it'll be interesting to see which way it goes. So I think if we do end up getting more rain and we stick to that, um, you know, soft seven, maybe even heavy eight, I'm with Tom Kitten. But if if that's not the case, I think Ducast is a really lovely horse. He had a lot of improvement to come when he won at Warwick Farm. Uh, he just was not screwed down at all, albeit it was amazing in the middle of the week. But he was mixing it with the best last preparation. I know Michael Friedman has a pretty nice opinion of them. So keen on Ducast. And then I, I, it's going to be tricky from the draw. But I, Celestial Legend was one that I wanted to follow out of the Apollo as well. So I like those two at odds. But Tom Kitten, I think, should be hard enough to beat should we to be staying in that range at the track. And what about down in Melbourne in the Futurity? Do you reckon Mr Brightside can notch up another Group 1? Yeah, I do. I think I've, I've got to be with him. He's, he's short enough, as he always is. I think he's, what, a dollar fifty now or something? Yeah, $1.50. Um, yeah, he's short enough, but I think it's certainly his race and he's come back in super at his prep, and I think everyone will be cheering for him regardless because he's just such a fan favourite. And uh, the Oakley Plate and Blue Diamond, both open affairs. Uh, any fancies in either of those group ones? Oh, the Blue Diamond is just, as it always is, a bit of a well at this dump. Look, I'm not totally across what everyone's been talking about with this track in Melbourne and everyone suggesting that the rail will be off, particularly throughout the day. So that's made me a little bit nervous for a few of them, the likes of... Yeah. Barrier one, Loz. (laughs) Don't want to hear that. Barrier two. You've got a soft draw. We've got a soft draw, yeah. Conjecture around it. But I'm I'm keen on Lady of Camelot. I think that Sydney form can, can really stack up and she's, I guess, drawn ideally to get around that. And then... Um, I'm with King's Gambit. I know, again, there's been all this chat about him, about whether Barrier One's the right spot that you want to be. And some people are saying he's a, he's a moral at four four bucks or whatever he is, 450. And other people are saying you're mad if you take it. I, I think the biggest thing for him will be his, his attitude. Um, he was at the races last Saturday in Sydney. They took him there for a day out. They've been working so hard to get him mentally right. Um, he's got 50 on his back. Jamie can't know him now. I, I'm with him. I think I'm not. I'm, I'm a little worried about the barrier with the way everyone's going on about it. But I just think he's the class horse of the race. Whether you think he should have won more races as a two-year-old, I think if his mental state is right this prep, I can't see why he shouldn't be able to win that race pretty, pretty well. What is your best bet or bets? So um, I'm starting tonight, actually, and as I said, the first one comes up in race one, but it'll be really touch and go as to whether they actually do run tonight yep. or tomorrow, and that's Gatsby's in the first. Yep. Uh, and then I'm going all the way to the last race, um, and should the track play fair. So we'll have a bit of a watch on this to so maybe just save until we get to the last. But I think Infinity, if there's a real sense of timing now about her third up, uh, it should be her race to win. She's well-placed, so we'll just keep an eye on her, though. And then... 
in race nine tomorrow at Rose Hill, I want to have a little something on Quick Tempo and Key Largo. So they're both over the odds, and I think they can both run top four. So I'm not sure how we can play that, but I think have something on Quick Tempo and Key Largo to both run top four in the ninth event at Rose Hill tomorrow. Okay, that's numbers five and six, both are $23 and $6 the place as it stands. Love it, Ali. You have a great uh, weekend. Thanks, guys. Enjoy tomorrow.